Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Wesson Walker Show, Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Keep the text coming on the text line, 704-570-9610. Going on to the text line to see what some of you folks are saying out there. Jay from Mount Holly says, Walker, health can't be the excuse every year when talking about the Hornets. Yeah, like, can it be an excuse for a year and a half? Because this is the number I want to go to. And by... (laughs) I'm, this isn't going to be a Hornet segment, but when you bring this up, I was actually going to leave this because I've got a lot to say on this. Okay. Because it doesn't mean that Steve Clifford should keep his job. I'm not defending Steve Clifford, Steve Clifford to stay on board. I'm not defending Mitch Kupchak to stay on board. But when we go to Terry Rozier being the playing the fourth most games for the team last year at 63, right? Terry Rozier played 63 games. That was the fourth most amount last season. If you go to James Borrego's last year, the last season where they were any kind of successful getting into the play-in, that would have been eighth. Would have been eighth. This year, it's a lot of the same. You know how many games Lamelo's played? 17. And they are right now 8-29. and 29. And the guy that you committed $200 million to has missed more than half of it. So then when you go to a player like PJ, who also was a free agent that comes back, PJ's missing time. Mark Williams, your center of the future, has had a lower back contusion for 14, 15 games. I, they, they are not talented enough to suffer as many injuries as they have. If they were even a full team, if they had great injury luck, honestly, like they did a couple of years ago when they really were healthy and Lamella was playing 70 and James Brago's last year when they actually had good injury luck, mm-hmm. they're still a playing team, right? Like that's the best that they showed. And so now here we are with bad injury luck and a really strong Eastern Conference. The health is bad. The defense is bad now. And you didn't even want to keep Dennis Smith Jr., who was your best defender by far, who would have really helped you. Was it a coincidence that when he started playing more games, you had the best defensive rating? And then you said, nope, good. You're, we're good. We won't pay whatever $4 million a year to keep him $5 million, whatever. Like it, it's a player issue, it's a coach issue, but also it's a it really is a health issue, and we can't just ignore all the injuries that they've suffered. No, no doubt about it. Uh, also, to uh, to close it out, talking about the text line, uh, Ray Ray said, if this is who they are, they need to be gotten rid of, and they will be. The off is going to bring a lot of change. Yeah, so we'll see what's going on. But now, without further ado, it is time to go to the campus, Coda. All right, so something uh, that we were going to get to last week. But, hey, it's never too early or too late to talk about college football for next season. One of my favorite things to do when the championship game concludes is to look ahead to see who is going to be slotted to be ranked where the next season. And so uh, I automatically go look at the way too early 
top 25s. And so we're going to talk way too early about ACC football uh, in here during the campus corner today. So the ESPN way too early top 25 included four ACC teams led by Florida State checking in at number 16. Then you go to the Clemson Tigers at 19, NC State at 20, and Louisville at number 22. And so to start, Florida State, you look at their expected key additions. DJ Uyangalale, Charles Lester, uh, a cornerback they've gotten, Landon Thomas, running back Cameron Davis, among others, and also Shade Tree son. For the Florida State fans out there, Marvin Jones Jr., a defensive lineman, will be joining the fray. Then you go look at the Clemson Tigers and their expected key additions. They include uh, big-time recruits Sammy Brown, Bryant Wesco, T.J. Moore, a couple of receivers are the last two guys. Sammy Brown is a linebacker, but they're going to lose guys like Will Shipley, Jeremiah Trotter Jr., Nate Wiggins, Tyler Davis, just to name a few. And then NC State, some of those losses, we know they're losing the big-time linebacker Peyton Wilson. Uh, Jalen Scott, Shaheen Battle, some of those guys off that strong defense. Brennan Armstrong will be gone as well. But they're bringing in a very strong uh, transfer portal class led by quarterback Grayson McCall from Coastal Carolina. They got Wesley Grimes, a receiver from Wake Forest. Running back Jordan Waters from Duke that I thought was a tremendous pickup. And so uh, what did we make of this list and where they have some of these teams in the conference slotted? Do we feel like that some of these teams are too low, too high? Uh, what do we think about these teams uh, heading into next season as far as where they're ranked here? My biggest takeaway is that there is one team clearly on the ascent compared to the other ACC schools, mm. and that's NC State. Yes. Because if you look at all the key losses and just how we feel about each of these programs, there's only one that I feel great about given what they've experienced in the last couple of years. And the other, I'm like, oh, they might take a step back or they're not getting back up to the promised land that they were a few years ago, like Clemson. So Florida State, it's a lot of talent you're losing. They're coming off of an undefeated year. It's going to be tough to replicate that this season. And I just am a little underwhelmed by DJU being their quarterback, especially moving on from Jordan Travis. Then you move on to Clemson, where they're bringing in Klubnik again as their starting QB. They're losing Shipley. Nate Wiggins was a lockdown corner. Like, a lot of talent they're losing. And have we seen Clemson now? They used to have the benefit of the doubt when it came to reloading. They still have a lot of talented schools, or a lot of talent coming into their school. But, Wes, it's one thing to have a lot of talent coming in. And then college football playoff talent, which was their goal every single season. I, I'm i not going to have them in the college football playoff coming into this year. Even in a 12-team format? Oh, well, well excuse, top four, I should say. You're right. I apologize. But a top four type of school, you can't have them there. But top 12, I mean, they're even ranked 19th, to be honest with you. So that's kind of interesting. But NC State... Look how much talent they have. They do. And then they even bring in Grayson McCall, who I am excited to see what he can do in the ACC. That's my biggest takeaway, Wes. It's the other teams are either underwhelming, underperforming, or at least they're taking a step back, and then we'll see. Like, it's just undecided how they'll do. Man, NC State clearly is the only one that have made a bunch of moves that is pretty universally loved by all ACC fans. Yeah, I love the way Clemson uh, ended the season. I thought was strong wins over Notre Dame going in that bowl game, battling back and beating Kentucky. The only thing I worry about with with Clemson is Cade Klubnik. I think that the receiving talent is going to get an upgrade. I think Clemson's offense is going to get back to being pretty good, but I just don't know if Cade Klubnik's that guy to get them over the hump. Then we've seen sometimes he could go rogue 
uh, like he did at Miami. Florida State, I think there's going to be an interesting situation there. I'm not sure DJ Uyangalale, as much as I like him, not sure if he is a playoff quarterback as well uh, for this offense and, and what they would like to do. And I like NC State, but man, they're just going to have to show me because NC State, time and time again, has had the type of teams that people thought were going to make some real noise, and then when it comes down to it, they just they don't. And so uh, I think though, when we when we look ahead and talking about uh, you know favorites for ACC Player of the Year and championship, I think that Clemson is going to go back to being the team to beat. I think Florida State takes a step back. And as far as ACC Player of the Year, though, man, I mean, I love a lot Cam Ward coming to Miami. Uh, and the ACC is not going to be move. it's not going to be heavy on star power next year. They're going to be going to have to be some guys uh, that emerge. Uh, from this group, but other than that, I, I like Cam Ward there, and as far as um, a team that I would look at as an ACC champion, like I said, I, I like the Clemson Tigers, but Fiddy, what do you think and I way too early look at ACC football for next year? Well, I think you can see that there's not a lot of trust and faith that Florida State is indeed back, because I think if there, there was, they'd be higher in the way too early top 25 for next year. And I think for Clemson, you've learned that after two non-playoff years, that's whenever you quit being given the benefit of the doubt because usually a team that won, what, four straight games to end the race, to, to end the season, you know, a nine and four year, you think that momentum with as much as going to be back in Death Valley next year, they'd be higher than, as Walker mentioned, 19th in a way too early top 25. I think as we get, you know, in deeper into the offseason and whenever team week comes back next summer, NC State might be the team that we get the most giddy about and look at and say this might be the year they finally crash the party, win an ACC championship, and make a playoff field now in the new format. Real quick, uh, we're up against it, but is Mac Brown the coach that you would feel like has the most pressure uh, out of the ACC coach, especially if we're talking locally or through the whole conference? We saw the NIL post he posted yesterday. He's asking students teachers and anybody else who's got a couple of dollars in their pocket to contribute to the NIL fund so they can compete uh, as they say. So is, is Mac Brown the one that's the most under pressure and has Carolina lost a little bit of juice with Drake May uh, walking out the door? So I think I, I think there are two separate questions. I think yes, for sure, to the second part. Mm -hmm. Have they lost a little bit of juice with Drake May walking out of the door? Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Way different than your other soundbite. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But is he under the most pressure? I feel like he might have been under the most pressure last year mm. because he did have Drake May. Because you do have a more talented group. And so that was the second year of having such a special talent. I wonder if, not for job security, like so many times people will equate pressure to if your job is on the line. Yeah. I don't necessarily do that every time. If we're talking this highly about Dave Doran right now, then Doran's got a lot of pressure to produce with this team. You got so much talent coming back. You have new talent coming in. If we have Fiddy saying this might be the year they crash the party and Wes, you're saying I can't buy into him a ton because we have this conversation every now and then. If not now, very similar to what we were doing with Mac Brown. If not now for NC State, then when is that year? Like this feels like the season, and so it might be all on Dave Doran, not because of job security, but to reach the highest of heights that feels realistic. Yeah, and it feels like every year he he gets a lot of pressure heaped upon him from that state faithful, from the state faithful to get to double digit wins. Real quick, did you have a player of the year uh, pick early? College football player of the year? Well, no, for ACC. 
For football, though. Yes. Okay, sorry. I didn't know if you were switching <laughs> up on me real quickly. Oh, no, 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 no. ACC basketball. Yeah, we'll talk basketball another day. Could be Grace McCall if we're okay. talking NC State. Yeah, he could come in and make a big impact. Fiddy, you got a guy? Oh, Connor Harrell. <laughs> okay, of course.